Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! The golf, well, more developments today. Bryson DeChambeau and uh, Patrick Reed. I have not seen any quotes from Patrick Reed, but I have from DeChambeau's agent. Nothing yet from Ricky Fowler, but two more defectos um, or uh, uh, folks who are going to bail on the PGA Tour and join the Live Tour, the LIV deal with Saudi Arabia. DeChambeau, of course, who hasn't played much because he's had all sorts of injuries. You know, all he does is lift weights and get bulky. You're going to get hurt. And, of course, uh, the thing with Patrick Reed, uh, who is a major champion winner and, of course, uh, wins a lot on the PGA Tour. Both those guys have decided to fly the uh, fly the coop, so they will now be... Yeah, part of the committee here that is going to make up the 48 to 50 golfers and play uh, in his Saudi Arabian back tour, which is going to begin sometime this weekend in London, which, of course, includes uh, Charles Scherzel. And and, uh, you know, we know about uh, Dustin Johnson and uh, and obviously Mickelson and Ustason and, uh, you know, Garcia, Westwood. And now these two, as the PJ Tour takes another big hit and trying to figure out how to handle it. The problem with PJ, there's two things I want to say here. We did a lot of this yesterday, Rich Lerner and everybody else. There's and Gary Williams the day before. There's two things I want to say about it. Number one, let's not make these folks who are moving into the, uh, the this new tour, now they got four or five of them, you know, they are not um, Norma Ray, right? These are not, this is not Marvin Miller. Now, these are athletes who are doing this for one reason and one reason only. They're not doing it so the 10-year-old coming up uh, you know, uh, is going to be you know, get some benefits being on the PJ Tour because they're going to have to up the ante with the price tag. Now, that's not the case. They're doing it because they were offered billions of dollars to go out there and play for their services. That's why they're doing it. They're not doing it for you know to to, to foment change in the in the in, in the PJ Tour. They're not interested. Mickelson doesn't care. Fifteen years from now, what the prize money is in uh, Fort Worth. Uh, for the uh, you know Byron Nelson Classic, he's not interested. All right, he doesn't care what they do in Hilton Head. He is not interested. All he cares about is getting his money. And they gave him one hundred and twenty something million dollars, or whatever they gave him. They'd take a pick, whatever that figure might be. That's all this is about. This is not about them trying to change their tour for the better. It has nothing to do with that. This is all about dollar signs. That's all this. Don't let anybody think they're, uh, you know, well, we're doing this because we're trying to format. No, they're not. They, they, they can care less about change. They're not interested. All they're interested in, and listen, you can make an argument that you can't argue with that. If that's what they want, be paid as much as possible for their services, you know, all more power to them. I mean, it is a little odd that Tiger Woods in his career, his winnings, which is about 80 events on the PGA Tour, has only won. Now, this is not sponsorships or pro-ams or anything like that. Has only won $124 million. And, you know, an NBA guy gets that in two years. You know, that's a quarter of what Mike Trout gets paid. So I understand a little frustration level. Uh, but because they're not being paid like the other athletes, but it's golf. It doesn't produce the same sort of revenue that some of these other sports produce via television. And that is why they don't get or attendance and all that. And that is why the revenues are not cut as not quite as good. But the bottom line is uh, these players who are defecting, they're doing it uh, to be paid. That's all. Uh, they're doing it to get as much money as they possibly can in a short window. A guy like Mickelson, he's not going to win any. I know he won last year in the PGA, but 
Chances are that was a fluke. He's not going to win really anytime soon on the PJ Tour. He's probably not going to win another major, and he's not going to make a ton of money on a Champions Tour. So what does he do? He can give me $120 million. I'll play eight events a year, and I'll get my majors in uh, in the United States, and I think he'll probably be able to do that. And that's been the motivation of all the players who have defected. So that's the first thing. Second thing is, as I said yesterday, I'm going to say it again, the big advantage that the Saudi Arabian and the Live Tours got is they have bottomless wallets. All the other leagues in history that have gone up against the established leagues, you name it, Maybe with the except, maybe with the exception of the AFL, because Lamar Hunt had a fortune. But for the most part, most of the other leagues that went up against the existing dominant sport, whether it's the WHA, whether it's the ABA, whether it's the USFL, go back to the Federal League in baseball 100 years ago, Mexican League, whatever it might be, the issue that those leagues have always had is at the end of the day, they didn't have enough deep pockets to absorb awful losses until they got their feet in the ground. They couldn't sustain it. And by not being able to sustain it, they couldn't afford bringing in the big athlete outside of, you know, cherry picking occasionally some. And as a result, you know, they went for the most part by the wayside. A couple of these leagues could have survived in a smaller scale. The USFL is a case in point, but Trump got in the way and ruined it. And I know that for a fact. I worked in the league at the time, mid-80s. So that is the issue with the sports who try to combat the big established leagues in America. This is different. This this group, the financial arm of of, uh, of Saudi Arabia, they have more money than the PGA Tour by about 20 times. So to them, they don't care how much they lose. They're trying to make a point, and they're trying to clean up their image through professional golf. That's what they're basically trying to do, and they will pay a fortune for the ability to do that. The PJ Tour can't match. So if it is money that you want and is money the reason why you play, well, then you're going to leave. There's no other reason. If you're, if you're playing golf just to make as much money as you can and don't care about legacy, tradition, uh, established courses, Byron Nelson, Bobby Jones, Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicklaus, Gary Player, Tom Watson, Walter Hagen, uh, Ben, uh, Byron Nelson and Ben Hogan, uh, Jimmy Durant, all these guys who built the tour. Sam Snead, if, if you have no interest, and most of these athletes don't care about their forebearers, if you have no interest in continuing the PGA, PGA Tour in their tradition and understand that you may not get paid as much as the new guy on the block, well, then you're going to leave. If, if, you don't, if, if you care about tradition and you care about doing, you know, and supporting the PGA Tour that's done a tremendous job for the last 100 years, well, then you're going to be loyal to them. If you don't care and all you care about are the dollar signs, at, which is what Mickelson and Dustin Johnson and all the other players, the older players, it's a little different. Westwood's not making any money in the U.S. PGA Tour, nor is Garcia anymore, nor is Schwartzel. Uh, the younger player, in this case, three of them, they could make a ton of money on the PGA Tour still. They're still very good, Reed and DeChambeau and Johnson, but they're being paid incredible amounts of money to jump ship. And that's what they're going to do. So if you're like that and you're only playing for money, this is for you. We can scream and yell and we can spend all day discussing the situation of, you know, blood money and everything else. I'm not going to make any distinction All the other leagues, um, you know, have deals done with leagues and countries that are not very nice. 
including the NBA, which is in bed with China and has been forever. Maybe not as much as any more since Moray, but you get the idea. The uh, Olympics and NBC, which is in bed with uh, the IOC, which includes Russia and China, Beijing and Sochi. So the idea that they're the only ones being mercenaries here and they should be punished and yelled at and screamed at more than the Olympic athlete or more than a basketball player is absurd. They're all in this together. I'm not going to separate hypocrisy. So I'm going to give them a little break uh, for accepting blood money because the leagues accept blood. Adam Silva accepts blood money. His owners accept blood money. LeBron accepts blood money or the sneakers he sells. Uh, you know, all the Olympic athletes accept blood money by performing in China and Japan during the Olympics. So the idea that somehow they're doing something that's worse than any other athlete in another sport is absurd. So I'm going to give him a break on that. What I'm not going to give him a break for is the competition level. The competition level on this tour, despite the additions today, is not great. It's not high standard. It's not week to week. It's only eight. Uh, there's, you know, th- there's no pressure because everybody makes the cut. Uh, you know, everybody gets paid a check at the end of the weekend. This is not a scenario where, you know, you got to worry about, you know, paying expenses probably in the case of the big four who went. But you generally speaking, you know, if you enter and play, you're going to get some money. And that's not the case in the PGA Tour. And that's what I don't like about it. From the competition standpoint, it can't always just be about money. You cannot play sports professionally only because you want to be paid a fortune. And I understand the Johnsons and the Mickelsons and the DeChambeau's of the world look up at their other guys in the other sports. The baseball player, the NFL player sees that Aaron Rodgers makes $50 million a year. And Johnson, who's won 24 times on the tour, has only won $94 million in prize money. And I can see how he'd get annoyed by that. But, you know, I understand that. So if that's uh, what he's motivated to do is make as much money in his earning power as in his earning period as he possibly can, well, then he'd do that. You know, I could care less. I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to pay attention. But if he wants to play these courses around the world the eight or ten times a year to make a fortune, I guess more power to him. That's not what I would do if I was in his shoes because I would want to prove that I'm the best golfer against the best competition. That's what I would want to do. I would not be motivated by making the most money. I would be motivated by winning the most. And Dustin Johnson winning on this tour means absolutely nothing. Nobody's going to care. Nobody. Nobody. And he knows he's going to get paid. And it's not the grind that the PGA Tour is. It's eight weeks. I'm sure it's separated perfectly. That, to me, is not the same as going out there on a week-to-week basis against the Roms, the Spieths, the Justin Thomases, and being a Morikawa and trying to win. Trying to win. But in the meantime, the PJ Tour has got a major problem. It's obvious that the Ryder Cup, the World Golf Classic matches that they have, you know, those World Golf things, uh, three or four of them a year, um, and the regular PJ Tour, they're going to be able to play the majors. That is not going to be enough to deter people from playing. So they're going to have to come up with a, you know, they're going to lose more here. This is just the first of many, the first three or four of many. And they're going to have to come up with a plan to make sure that they don't lose any more big stars because all sports are promoted by their big stars. You need big stars to move the needle. Now, is DeChambeau 
a big star. He's a fleeting star, and right now he's not big. Mickelson was a big star. Dustin Johnson's a big star. But there's still more big stars on the PGA Tour than on the Live Tour. But there's going to come a day where that may no longer be the case, and the PGA Tour is going to have to adjust. We shall see how they do so. But let's not make these folks, they're not Billy, this, Phil Mickelson is not Billy Jean King. All right. Well, I'm doing this for the good of the sport. No, you're not. You're doing it because the folks gave you $120 million or $150 million, whatever the obscene cost was. Then you're not going to make that anywhere in America today. That's all there is to it. You, at 52 years of age, are not making $150 million on a pro tour, on a PJ tour. Sorry. But if they're going to give you $150 and you want to play, go ahead, play. I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to pay attention. And if you ever win, who cares? But if you want the money, go get the money. But it's interesting. This is the first league in my lifetime. And I know the AFL, you know, created that merger in 66, you know, with some of the rich owners that they had, including Lamar Hunt, who owned the Dallas Texans, later to become the Kansas City Chiefs. I understand that. They had a lot of big owners who wanted to start a football league that was up against the NFL. But Roselle created that merger. And all those teams joined the NFL, Buffalo, Houston, the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Chargers, the Jets, they all join the NFL. That's the only time. And a commissioner had something to do with that. Monaghan is not Roselle. Okay? So that's the only league that had some success until now. Because this league has got money to burn. And they're going to be successful. Because there's enough golfers out there who all they play for is the paycheck. We've learned that already. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82.